Oh shit! <laughs> I just cracked a beer. <laughs> oh, man. oh yeah, back to back, baby. Back to back episodes back to on back our back episodes. Coming to you from a random garage in Southern California. It's Win and Mo. And Mo already five deep. For our fantabulous, extravagant 10th episode, I'm really excited. I am, man. This is fucking episode 10. So fucking you know, 10. we started bullshitting about, like, starting a podcast and all that. Like, oh, let's start a podcast. We talk about bullshit. And here we are, bullshitting. Here we are. episodes later. Bullshitting through at least 50 beers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Because fucking... every episode we start with drinking at least five drinks. At least. Whether it be a shot, a mixed drink, a beer, or whatever. At least five before we start recording. And then, uh... We drink during the episode, so yeah, like by the time you listen to us, we, we've put back quite a few drinks. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome, planet Earth. You planet fucking Earth. Ungrateful fucking, sons of bitches. Uh, you know, big alcohol, you're welcome. We're purchasing your shit. Yeah, maybe sponsors, you fucking idiots. Yeah. God. You know, uh, but you know, big beer, we, we buy some of your shit, we buy some of it, but mostly it's like local craft breweries, so craft breweries, shout out... Shout out to local craft brew in San Diego, California, specifically North Woo! County, San Diego. I want to do more shout outs, but they don't sponsor us, so just... So we're done. Yeah. We're done. We're done with the whole episode, right? Yeah. We just started, though, I thought. Yeah, let's go. Episode 10, baby. Episode... To all of our listeners, thank you. Dun, 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 dun. Episode 10. If you made it this far, did you made it? There is something wrong with you. And you've made it ten deep, double the name of the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's interesting because uh, between this episode and the last episode, because if you listen to the last episode, you know that uh, we're recording episode nine and ten on the same night. We went to talk to our wives, <laughs> and they they wanted to record. A podcast as well. And what was one of the names you suggested to them? Already fed up. Already fed up. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's great. And then I was like, and then uh, I think your wife suggested already five deep wives. Or like wives already, of already wives five of deep. already five deep, yeah. And then I said, and I said, yeah, wives of already five deep, but that's a lie. It's only two deep. <laughs> Which which they did not get, thankfully. But I mean, they do get it as well. You know what I mean? Oh, already too deep. <laughs> okay, so I mean, in 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 traditional uh, you know guy fashion, um, we had mentioned in the last episode celebrities we lost. We mentioned Tony Gwynn, Mr. San Diego, Mr. Padre. So we're gonna talk some fucking baseball, okay? Now. I'm going to defer a lot here to your expertise because... I'm a big baseball fan. Big baseball fan? Did you play baseball in high school? I did. Okay, so me, I've never played baseball, and I was Johnny-come-lately to the the Padres fandom, but, you know, um, once the uh, San Diego Chargers left and became the LA Chargers, I, I really lost... A lot of interest in San Diego sports. I mean, um, 
it was kind of like a gut punch, you know? The, the Chargers have been here since the 60s. Yeah. Well, yeah, before the NFL was the NFL, they yeah. were still here. Yeah, and... Um, 61. I want to say it was 61. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. And they, like the Padres, had never won, like, a national championship. But no. Well, before, yes, before they did. the NFL they did. was the NFL, they had won. They did. True. The championship of like the like the league they played for right before they joined the NFL. True story. So I became a fan of the Chargers in 2006. I had just gotten out of the Marine Corps. I was living with a uh, a roommate of mine who was a San Diego native. He convinced me to become a fan. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. Just so happens that that was the year that they went fucking gangbusters. They went 14 to two that year. Oh, with Latanian Tomlinson, Antonio oh, Gates, yeah. and Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, dude, they Ooh. they went off. And, but here's the thing. They made it to the playoffs, and they did everything they could to lose that game, and they did. And it was very disappointing, and I'm still very upset about it. And that was yeah, 2006. This year, Patriots. when we're recording this year, it's 2023. That is, God, 17 years later, is that right? That, that, yeah, 17-ish years later. And it's still pissed because that was their year. They went 14-2. and two. The next year, they fired Marty Schottenheimer, legendary coach, bought in Norv Turner, who didn't really know what he was doing. Uh, he He's kind of like that safe. Like, you know, after your wife divorces yeah. you, she goes and gets a fucking loser that yeah. she knows is not going to go to fucking strip clubs, yeah. is not going to hit up other bitches, not going to get looked at by other bitches. I mean, that sounds it's like a, a safe code. But that sounds like a decent human being, let's be honest. <sighs> but do decent human beings win championships? No. No. Because, I mean, I'm glad you bought that up. I'm really glad you bought that up. Because let's look at Bill Belichick. What the fuck shit is he into? <laughs> Drinking baby's blood, satanic rituals, etc. We all know this. This is common knowledge. Prostitutes. I'm not bringing anything up to... I'm not bringing anything up that isn't known outside of the fucking New England area, okay? You New Englanders who are fucking like ball washers of fucking Bill Belichick, you need to fucking open your eyes and realize this guy, he's into some really satanic shit, okay? He's into some really satanic shit. And who cares? He brings you Super Bowls. He brings you Super Bowls. Exactly right. Yeah, man. Who cares? Also, low-key, fuck you, Mo. Because you know I say super fucked up. No, no. No, no. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, it's fine. It's fine. But we're veering wildly off topic talking about football. But I bring that up to say I was kind of lost in my fandom after the charge. I was never really a big baseball fan because I didn't play it uh, growing up. I did play football. So the charge was something I could definitely connect with. And it was very fortuitous that uh, in 2000. Because, I mean, I started cheering for them early in the season. I didn't know how well they were going to do, and I was really passionate about it. And I was for years until they left this city. Like I remember, like thinking, once they left, like well, that's probably a good thing for my health, honestly. Because yeah, man, high blood pressure. It's a summer dude, bitch. Sundays, Mondays, Thursdays, whenever they played, if they lost it. It visibly affected my mood a lot. I bet, man. A lot. Because I was was lock, stock, and barrel into them. And, um, man, 
when they lost in 2006, I, I still look back at it as that was their year. Because, I mean, you had such a talented roster. You went 14-2, and two, and somehow you lost against the the Patriots of all... Why? Why the Patriots? Anyways, it was 100%. Anyways, so... Uh, so bad. Flash forward to, I don't know, last year, I started... Well, I, I guess the last few years. I started getting more into baseball because... I needed something to fill that void. Because why not? I mean... My wife couldn't do it. Her her hands are too small, you know. That's an <laughs> anal fisting joke if you didn't get that. <laughs> so, anyways, I started getting into the Padres and following baseball. So I don't know a fuck ton about baseball. But I know that you do because you played it and you've been a Padres fan forever. You're, you're a since fucking Since I can native. remember, man. Since, yeah. I, since I turned on the TV. You are a San Diego native. I am not. I have lived here... Over half of my life, but I am not a native at this point. Um, so baseball shit. You know, Gil, speaking of the Padres and baseball, give me some highlights and lowlights of Padres seasons that you remember before we get into our other topics about baseball highlights, shit. Highlights, man. Definitely. I remember uh, like going to games when I was a kid. My mom got me into baseball. Because she got me into, like, MLB because, like, when I was a kid, I started playing, like, Little League, all that bullshit. And she was, like, she saw I had an interest in it, so she, like, oh, I was, like, hey, San Diego has a team. And they play, like, here. I'm going to take my kid to some games. And she would buy us, like, cheap tickets, man. Because back then you could. And it was, like, five-buck tickets. No shit. Up in the bleachers. The nosebleeds. And who gives a shit, man? Because you were there. Like, whether you hear a baseball hit from, like, 50 feet away or, you know, 200, 300 feet away, at the park, the echo, it sounds the fucking same. True. You're there with all the fucking action. You can still hear it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like... You know, it's like... it's, It's fucking crazy. Like, baseball... A baseball hitting, you know, like a bat hitting the ball, like so nice. It's or even good. hitting the catcher Schmidt, I've noticed. Like, yeah. Dude, it's fucking crazy. Like, you hear it on TV and you're like, was that a hit? But no, some of these motherfuckers are throwing the ball so fast into the mid. It, it sounds like a hit. Yeah. Or and with you, a lot of spin, too. When the ball yeah. has a lot of spin and it hits the mitt, you know, it's just ball hitting leather, you know. You hear that at the stadium, too. It's leather hitting leather, dude. It's yeah. cowhide hitting the fucking catcher's mitt, which yeah. is made of leather. It's fucking nice. I've been up in them upper decks. And you are 100% correct, sir. Like, I don't know if they amplify the sound or it's just that fucking good, but yeah. No, man, because It baseball, travels. Yeah, dude. Like, stadiums are built like coliseums, you know. The sound travels, and that's what's fucking beautiful about it. Because it don't matter where you sit. You're there Are we not entertained? It. Yeah. Are we not entertained? Yes, the fuck we are. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so that got me into it, man. So, like, highlights, definitely 1998. Woo! What happened in 1998? Refresh the Padres audience. somehow made the World Series. But before that, they managed to come out on top in the National League West. On top of the Dodgers, who are, you know, predominantly, like, the best team in the National League. Let's just say it. 
juggernauts. They're fucking juggernauts. Juggernauts, man. You got to understand that. You know, it's just real. I'm not. You know, Refer to we've probably got like Dodger fans that are listening to this, and you know, good for you, man. Uh, yeah, they're juggernauts of the NL fucking West. Anyway, they somehow edged them out late in the season. I went to one of those games, dude. Like, yeah, dude. Like when Gary Sheffield got out. When he, like, oh my god, you could see, like, he was just, he's such a fuck, he was such a fucking competitor. You could just see him just going back to the dugout, like, that was fucking bullshit. Popping up. Uh, it was good, man. And, like, the fucking crowd was so alive, just, like, they are handing out these white towels with Padre logos on them at the time. It was, like, the blue and orange. And just everybody was waving that shit. And it was fucking nice. That was definitely a high for the Padres. Got swept by the Yankees. How old one, of, one of the best fucking Yankee teams in history. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was uh, in 1998 when Padres went to the World Series. I was, by that time, I was like already eight because my, my birthday is in mid-October. And uh, the World Series is in late October. But like most of that season, I was like seven. Yeah, I didn't want I didn't want to say you were eight without asking for, but no, it's weird because tonight the Padres played who? The Yankees. Exactly. So look and, and look won. up the date if you don't know what we recorded this. Find your shit out. But it's just like a regular season game. It don't really matter. But a win's a win. But they bought up a bunch of that World Series, yeah. and they bought up Tony Gwynn a lot. Because you know what Tony Gwynn did in one of the World Series hit games? Hit a fucking home run. Hit a fucking home run off of a Bud Light sign. Yeah. And he's not a home run hitter He's not, dude. He's a contact hitter. He's just yeah. fucking caught it so good. What's his career average? Uh, career average? I don't know. The high, though, his highest batting average ever was 394. Yeah. And his career average was 304? I think it was a little higher than that. I, I got I gotta look that up. But yeah. he was really good, man. You should, he, no, he was really good. Over three thousand hits, Hall yeah, of Famer. Fucking struck out a handful of times. More hits than strikeouts yeah. for sure. He he's he is that dude. And somebody asked him one time. I remember watching like, hey, you know, why don't you hit more home runs? And he's like, or why can't you hit home runs? Like, I can hit home runs. I can hit home runs, but like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have as many hits. In general, you know? Right. Which, if you think about it, it makes a lot of sense. Because we see now, like, players, they make great contact with the ball, and it almost, almost, almost gets that far. It goes to the warning track. Caught at the last minute. you're out. Yeah. So, you know, Gwen was fucking smart about He was up to something, shit. for sure, yeah. And I, you know... I, I hear that he talked to uh, Ted Williams a lot. Ted Williams, but he you know he's a lot of people don't know because he was a Red Sox guy. But he started out in San Diego in the he Pacifically. Did. Yeah, we have Ted Williams Parkway here in San Diego. Yeah, it, we have his number retired at, yeah. at Petco Park. He's that. He is also that fucking guy. So baseball shit. So we got a little bit into baseball. Veteran shit. Ted Williams. Also, a, yeah. Fighter pilot. Fighter pilot in World War Two. Fuck of all yeah. fucking wars, dude, where a fighter pilot's life was like 
their life expectancy was first flight. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy. Because I, I've heard people talk about how Tony Gwynn tells people how to hit. And his son, he's he's now a, a radio broadcaster for the San Diego Padres, talks about it. And he's, he's having to tell his dad, like, hey, dad. Not everybody sees the ball like you. Yeah. You got remember, Ted Williams is the same way, I'm sure. Like, dude, imagine how freakishly good of a fighter probably could be. Like, you could see so much. Like, yeah. he, better than 2020 vision. He, he had to have it. He had to have it. He had to have it, man. Yeah, to survive. To survive as a fighter pilot in World War II, you have and to I mean, have his hitting average proves that out. Fucking something. Yeah. That, that guy was a fucking beast. And, like, here's the thing that I like about... Tony Gwynn and Ted Williams, like, you know, Ted Williams, I think it was like the last couple of games of the season, he had like a 399 point something average. And like, somebody told him, hey, Ted, they'll round up. He's like, nah, I got to go for it. He went out there and he got that 400 average. Same with Tony Gwynn. He wasn't ducking shit. He's like, no, nah, man, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fucking like sit in the dugout or whatever. I'm no, no, I'm gonna go out here. And you got a 390, fucking respectable. Yeah. Goddamn, point zero six points below four hundred, dude. That is amazing. And like his career batting average was incredible. He has eight, eight batting titles throughout his career. That's fucking baller right there. They give you a whole trophy, the Louisville. Do Slugger, they man. do? And like, but here's the thing too. People don't realize this. He also got drafted as a basketball player. Yeah, dude. He played basketball at SDSU, which is fucking crazy. And he played baseball there. And he's still the career assist leader for the SDSU Aztecs in basketball. Did you know that? I did not know that. I found that out when they made it to the fucking uh, finals this year. All right. So I had to Google this. His career batting average was a 0.338. That's... Fucking insane. 330. I was thinking 388, but I'm like, no, that's really high. That can't yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, no. But I knew it ended in an eight. It was. I thought it was 304 for some reason. Dude, but 338. Dude, 338, and that's including the years. Redonk. That like you know because he still played into the like early 2000s. Yeah. And he wasn't doing too hot. No, because I mean, he was look, older. You he, know. he he didn't have the greatest fitness regimen, and he dipped a lot. Obviously. He died from it. God, am I an asshole? For, no, I'm not. It's just facts. Okay, baseball shit. So, we talked about that. Let's move on to the next topic, also involving baseball, because this is the baseball-centric episode. Hey, motherfuckers, if you didn't if you didn't want this, just go back and listen to episode 9. And yeah, then listen wait, to episode or 11. Or wait for episode 11. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... The year is 2023. Some new rules have happened. Again, I'm a relatively newbie to the baseball scene. And I see something happening now, which is called the pitch clock. Mo, yeah. as a longtime fan of baseball, what do you think about the pitch clock? The first, like, 15 games, I absolutely hated it. And I still do. But it's like one of those, uh, what do they call those, like gaslight things, where now we're like over a quarter away into the season, and it feels like it's always been that way. But it really hasn't, because you still see it. I think the players are adapting. I fucking hate the pitch clock. 
Oh, it's supposed to make the game go faster. Okay, but like when you go to the game, you pay for a ticket. You want to experience that. I want to pay. I want to overpay for my beer. I want to get a really expensive nope. fucking buzz going on. Yes. You know, and I want to overpay for a hot dog, a burger. No, but whatever, yes. Whatever it may be, you know, when I go to the park, that's what you expect. But now you only got so much time to do all that because the games, if it's like a very low scoring game, the games are done like in two hours and 15 minutes. And some people love that, which I get if you're watching it at home. It's like more action packed and less so really, but like the game moves faster. You're only watching TV for like two hours, 15 minutes. If the game is high scoring or, you know, average scoring, like, you know, say the game's like five to three. Woo! There you go. Uh, it lasts like two hours and 30 minutes on average. Uh, two hours and 45 minutes. Whereas back then, before the pitch clock, games were lasting three hours on average. Three fifteen, three and a half hours sometimes. Right. You know? And I, I, uh, I don't like it because I think it makes batters and pitchers feel uncomfortable as fuck. And baseball had this whole aspect of being like a chess game between the pitcher and batter. Where, you know, you play fucking mind games. And a lot of that's gone now. Now it feels more like time chess, right? Yeah. Now it's just like, oh, the pitcher's like, oh, I gotta set up. And the batter's like, oh shit, I gotta get ready. And they gotta go. And there's less of like, yeah, there's less of the bullshit going on. Of like, people taking too long, man. But... I, I honestly, I, I miss the pre-pitch clock days. There's uh, also, like, like a yeah. bigger base pad. I feel like it's a placebo effect, though. Um, Dude, they, it's they, like don't they make it three bigger. inches bigger? Yeah. What? I don't understand why they think, oh, this is going to lead to an increase in stolen bases. I haven't watched enough baseball to know <laughs> how close... How close so many stolen bases are to being that far out? Because, I mean, look, three inches? I mean, look, were there that many stolen bases being missed by, I guess, six inches? Because three inches on one side, three inches on the other is six inches. (laughs) I mean, what the fuck? I mean, why did they make them bigger? It doesn't make any sense to me. And, like, they're saying this is going to lead to an increase in stolen bases. I guess statistically, so far it has, right? Because... Uh, dude, it's a placebo effect, man. I think more people are just going for it. Honestly, like, when when, base, like, when, when a catcher guns down a runner, they gun them the fuck down. It's not missed down. by three inches. That shit's, like, missed by, like, you know, eight inches. True, but... It's it's fucking... The tag is fucking out there. The exception to the rule would be tonight, as we mentioned, the Padres played the Yankees. And I think it was Dixon Mm -hmm. who was off first. And he got got tagged out at first. Fucking the pitcher... I can't remember which inning. Seventh? Sixth, seventh, or eighth? One of those three. And... It was... You know, they called it safe on the field, but they reviewed it and like... You could see it, yeah. He was out, but it was scant inches. So maybe, maybe that's because Dixon's goofy as fuck, man. He's not the guy. You and think I don't know if it, I don't know if it was Dixon you think or about stolen bases. He's not the guy that you think about like when you think about like oh a good base runner. 
He's now Ricky Henderson. He's yeah. now Ricky. God damn. Smoothest criminal on the base pads. All-time leader stolen bases, respectfully. Oakland Athletic. Played for the Padres a small time, but he's all, he'll always be remembered as an Oakland hey, Athletic. Hey, who are the Oakland Athletics? They're soon to be the Las Vegas Athletics. Sorry, Oakland. But, uh, yeah, they're going to go wow. join the Raiders. Does Oakland have any professional teams anymore? They had Golden State Warriors. I think they moved away also the main arena. Wow. But, yeah, Oakland can still hold on to that, I think, yeah. So all they have now is motorcycle gangs. And gangs in general. So they're pretty much like Mad Max. We we can just call Oakland Mad Max World, right? Fuck you, Oakland, you pieces of shit. I said what I said. We're from Southern California. Eat a dick. (laughs) Next topic. Ghost Runner on base and extra innings. We're still talking baseball. Still talking baseball, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Eat a dick, Oakland. We fucking suckered all you non-baseball lovers into a baseball episode. This is episode 10. This is episode 10. We're talking baseball, motherfuckers. (laughs) Suck all... As my wife said, two inches of, of, of this dick. Wow. Should I admit that? No. I'm going to be proud about it. Suck all two inches of this dick, baby. Anyways, Ghost Runners on second base and extra innings. Dude, what the fuck is this Bush League bullshit? This I is- fucking, like, dude, honestly, that makes the game go faster too, but. No, I fucking hate time, it. If you fucking hit a home run. That is a runner in scoring position already. Yeah, it's it's the person that was the last out of the previous inning, too. Sometimes it works out to your benefit, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, right. Sometimes you can put in a pinch runner. You know, it takes the other person out of the game. Boom. No, it does, right? But um, at the same time, uh, I hate the ghost runner because it's now it's just like, all right, if... I hate it. Because it's a real I runner. It's like not a ghost it. runner. Yeah, because I hate it and I like it. And I hate it because it makes it so easy to score a run. And I like it because it should bring small ball back into baseball. But it fucking doesn't. Everybody still just wants to hit a home run, hit a line drive double or whatever. You know, but really, you could just fucking bunt. Move the runner over. Next batter. Fucking sacrifice fly. Get the run home. But a lot of people don't fucking do that, man. It's weird. A lot of people are still just, like, you know, in extra innings, like, the nerves are up. They're thinking about, like, hey, I want to connect with the ball. I want to hit a home run. And a lot of batters admit this mentality when, like, say they win a game, right? Say, bottom of the ninth, and they're interviewing... The uh, hitter that hit like a home run or a, a double that scored the game-winning run. Uh, it seems like you're being very specific right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then they're like, "Oh yeah, we, like when I got up to the plate, I knew I had to do something, and I was just looking for the fastball, and I knew I had to drive it." Who are you thinking? Who are you thinking about right now? No, no, no player in general, man. Okay. Just like. Players in general, they always say like, "Yeah, I was just looking like, I knew I hit a home. I, I knew I had to hit a home run." Mm-hmm. You know, like a lot of times, like in in uh, post game interviews, which I like to listen to, especially if your team wins. 
Dude, yeah. And like they'll say that, like, I was looking for this specific pitch to hit a home run. I was looking for this specific pitch to uh, drive it on, like, drive it home, you know? And it's just like, god damn, dude, like, small ball is gone. That's why I like, like, Korean baseball, too, you know? Like, small ball is still a big thing over there. Cool. Can we do a slight segue real quick involving post-game interviews? Dude. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Crack it. <laughs> so I saw, I saw Bob Melvin being interviewed uh, after the game where Brett Sullivan tagged out that dude from the Nationals. I think it was the seventh inning yeah. at home plate. And he's like, yeah, well, you know, it's a good thing we got the call as an out because it could have been even Like, dude, what the fuck? That was a great fucking play. Why don't you hype your fucking guy? Yeah, don't be so modest. I dude, get that. Am dude. I wrong? Yeah. Okay, no, okay, wrong, okay. I don't want to turn this show already five deep into San Diego Padres baseball, but dude, what the actual fucking fuck? Me neither, man. How do you? How do you and not? I'm a Padres how do you? Man. How do you? How do you fucking downplay that? It's like, oh well, you know, good thing we got the call of an out on the field because it could have been Dude, what the fuck? That was a great fucking play. Just say, dude. That's all you have to say about me. I'm like, yeah. Kid made a great play at the plate. Yeah, he made a great play at the plate, you know, got the out. That, that, that energized the team. Energized the team. Fucking you know, amazing. We needed that. But oh, instead he said, like, oh, could well. Could have gone either way. Yeah, fuck all that. Spoken like a fucking loser. You know you know what a winner would have said? Exactly what you said. Yeah, you yeah. Know, he made a great play. At the plate, I mean, look, out. yeah. And that's that, baby. Yeah, Sullivan came up there with his fucking 10-inch dick and said, yo. This cup doesn't cover all my fucking balls because I've got them in spades, and I'm gonna fucking tag this guy out, and he did it, you know. And that, you know, you know, that's why we bought that guy up from the AAA. You know, we bought him up from El Paso because he he's here to fucking make plays. He's here to make those fucking plays with his big fucking brass balls that his cup can't cover, and that's exactly what you saw that tonight. You saw that, right? Oh, planet Earth, you fucking saw that? Fuck yeah. <laughs> He didn't do that. But he didn't fucking do that. Yeah, dude. That that was fucking bullshit, I think, too. I think so, too, man. But I think, like, I see multiple managers and superstar players make comments like that on post-game shows. Dude, it's fucking And I crazy. think it's one of those things about just being, like, a professional. No, don't be professional. You know, but I... Yeah. Hype dude, your boys. Exactly. That Hype is, it up. That is up. your guy. Hype it up, dude. Dude, and and I that, think like uh, that made me think, so mad when I heard that. I think some players think it's bad luck to do that. And no, it's uh, not. Yeah. Because it already happened. Like, dude, that was a great. Pl- All he had to say was like, "Great play at home plate from Sullivan." Done. Yeah, that would have been really modest, you know. But hyping it up. But it would have been exactly correct. Yes. It would have been better than what he did. Like, oh well. I'm glad they called it out the plate because they could have gone. What? What the fuck, Bob? I'm saying be modest about it. But yeah, he could have been modest and be like, "Oh, that was a great play." Like he got the out. Boom. Done. Okay, right? Mo. Can we no. be honest? Can we be honest here for a second? What is the pitching position in San or uh, the catcher position in San Diego right now? What's what's their what's their batting average? It doesn't fucking matter because it's below two hundred. So he could have fucking like been yes, he could have been ejaculating on the yeah. fucking great fucking play. Who cares? 
Because you're not hyping up superstars at that point. You're hyping up your fucking basement dwellers. <laughs> and look, I, I like that Sullivan story. Like a dude who toiled in the minor league for so long came up and made good. Goddamn, he hit a home run. And then he fucking tagged the guy out. Amazing play. Dude, hype that story. That's the, that, that is the feel-good story of the Padres at the moment. I got to yeah. be honest. Him and Odor. And again, this is not a Padre-centric show, but God damn it, it also kind of is because we're from fucking San Diego. And we're from America. And we're from America and where Odor. we like the underdog. Odor is the guy that punched Canadian baseball player, Blue Jay player, I got. I got to look. Joey Bautista oh, in the face, in so, the face. I Joey missed. Bautista was was fucking talking shit at second base, and then who's fucking there? Odor when he played for the Rangers in Texas. Yeah, man. representing America, punches him square in the face. Probably hurts. I don't know the whole story. I wasn't there. I wasn't standing between shortstop and second base. No. I don't know what the fuck happened. No. Punches them in the face. I he missed. I deserved it. I missed that replay too in the game because I was making <laughs> some potato salad for a party tomorrow because it's Memorial Day weekend as we're recording it. But dude, yeah, fuck you. Want that kind of gutsy, feisty guy, and you also want to like hype a feel-good story. And, and Brett Sullivan is that feel-good story right now? Yeah. Because look, who's your other pitcher? Nola, catcher. Yeah, 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 Nola. Yeah, it's yeah, whatever. I mean, my, my terms are fucked up, but yeah, Nola's fucking terrible in that position. As Nola far is a off- good catcher. He's offensively, he terrible. is terrible. Okay, Sullivan is no worse offensively, and I haven't seen he's any worse defensively either. Okay, but anyways, let's move on to baseball in general. Ghost Runner at second. I fucking hate that shit because wait, that's what we're talking about. Is it? But we got segue. Dude, I it doesn't make sense to me that they, they do that in extra innings because it puts so much extra pressure on the pitcher. Well, what the fuck? Yeah, man, I think it plays mind games with the pitchers too. It gives the batters extra confidence. But a lot of times it still works out to where like nobody does shit or like you go run for run for run and then like you're you're still playing the same like so like all right. You know, say that, like, you get a pass ball or something, runner moves to third, you get a sacrifice fly, runner moves to third, next guy hits a single, run scores. Same thing. Goes to the bottom of the inning, the run scores somehow. And now you're still just playing the same fucking game. You're still going 12, 13 innings. But it has improved it in the way that you're not going like 16, 17, 18, 19, like playing two games in one, right? And I think well, that's what they're trying to avoid. Again, if we're sitting at home watching the game, that's perfect because I'm drinking cheap-ass beer, which I'm drinking right now. Yeah, cheap beer. enjoying the game. But if you're at the game, it's a totally different atmosphere because they quit selling beer in the seventh inning, which... They quit selling an hour and a half in because the game moves so quick. Well, now I've been to plenty. I've, I've been to a few like games at Petco. They stopped selling at the eighth. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I've been there. Yeah. Like a lot of teams are moving to stop selling at the eighth, man. Because like the Dude. number one thing that the pitch clock has done 
that I knew teams were going to recognize at first is alcohol sales are going to go down because oh, the length of the time's going better. down. The seventh and a half inning comes faster. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh shit, we're not selling as much beer. Let's Dang. just move that bitch to the eighth. They don't give a fuck if you get a DUI or not. On Dude, look, home. here's the thing. They don't I give mean, a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Major about League you. Baseball's responsibility is not your DUI. MLB, no DUI. You know, I mean, that's on you. If you don't have a designated yeah. driver, that's on you. If you don't have an Uber, that's on you. I mean, honestly. I mean, look, I'll here's stop, the thing. Stop selling alcohol at seven and a half inning was bullshit. Because what if you Dude, don't like... Exactly. What if you don't like drinking till the ninth inning, till the eighth inning? Sell it through the end of the game. Beer. Because, God like, damn. your profit margins are going to go through the fucking roof. Yeah. Dude, I never understood that either. I never understood why they... No. I mean, I Dude. got it. I got the good reason behind it, the morals behind it. But it's like, yeah. They're not no, I don't. About I don't that. get it. Not, Let people be responsible for themselves. All right, Mo. I mean, I think this episode's dragged on long enough. I hope so, anyway. But uh, it has. It's the baseball episode. Sorry if it bored you. If you're still here, uh, good on you. You're a degenerate and a sports person. Yeah, I mean, I I'd like to say more, but I. Uh, I drink a few too many beers. I don't have any uh, poignant closing comments. We're 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 gonna have to edit out some burps from this episode. Apparently, so, I mean, now they're gonna stay. Is, they're probably gonna yeah, stay. They're gonna fucking stay. Gonna uh, fucking stay. But join us next time for episode eleven, where we're gonna talk about some uh, shows you don't remember and uh, other various shit. Yeah, episode eleven. But for now, we got episodes fucking 9 and 10. And if you haven't yet listened to episode 1 through 8, go back and listen to it. Go back and listen. Listen to me talking about shitting in the shower and why it's the best way to do it. Or the drive-a-day method. People underestimate the drive-a-day method still. Mo, it's been a fantastic show with you, brother. It's been great. I'm glad we made it 10 episodes. Me too, man. I didn't think we'd do it, man. <laughs> Me neither, man. I thought I, lo- I, love I thought talking. she was going to die after episode three. No, nah, dude. Li- li- listen, real talk. I love you, man. And I love talking baseball. I love just fucking drinking with you. I love hanging out with you, man. You're my friend. I love you. That's why we started this podcast. Because we can drink and talk. Fuck and yeah. invite other people to drink and talk to us. Be a talk part of our shit. Us. React to us. React and to us. TikTok, react to us, baby. You know who started that? It wasn't Jim Rome. It was actually fucking uh, Hacksaw Hamilton. And Jim Rome stole it from him. But you know, who, you know where Jim Rome started? Here in San Diego. Yeah, Jim Rome's on fire. Dude. And Hacksaw Hamilton. Well, it, dude, it, it pisses me off that... Okay. I, I don't know if we should go along or not, but look. It really upsets me that Hacksaw Hamilton is not on Jim Rome's on fire sports radio these days. Oh yeah, you can't find him anywhere. You got to fucking look for dude. Dude is solid, a, a legend, and I get it because he talks like this and he's a sports announcer and he does. But I love that fucking shtick. Yeah, Lee, Lee Hacksaw Hamilton. God damn. You deserve to be on the airwaves still. And Jim Rome, 
he openly admits he stole your shtick. You're amazing. All right, that's all I got. That's it. Already five deep on Instagram and TikTok. Maybe well, a Facebook coming soon, but I don't know, man, because Facebook's kind of dead these days, but who knows? We'll see you on episode 11. 11. To speak Once. Spanish, 11. Yeah, episode 11. See you next time. It's Cheers. Gonna, it's going to be so the same. Cheers.